Hey guys, this is Max from We Illy. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we launch the series, we want you to know that these first few episodes were recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic, so being in a studio together as planned was not possible. Luckily, with Zencaster, we were able to work on this while still being 300 miles from each other. Zencaster is an amazing app where you can record anywhere and with anyone. All you need is a strong Wi-Fi connection. With that being said, as this was recorded remotely, please forgive any sound issues you may experience throughout the episode. We work to remove as many as possible, but some were unavoidable. Thanks, and we illy. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to the inaugural first episode of We We Illy. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, we are. And we keep trying to wanting to say We Illy at the same time. We're doing this like remotely, not together. And I think that we should probably limit any time we talk to to each other in in unison because there is a multiple thousand mile gap between us. There is. Oh, well, that's not true. I'd say hundred miles, several hundreds of miles. I don't know. How long is it from the Hamptons to Maryland? Like six hours driving. Okay. Yeah. So not a thousand, but okay. Not a thousand, yeah. but we are separated. separated. We're on two different internet connections, but we're making this work. Uh, we think we only needs to come out right now. People need this it. time. People need it. But I think, People need it. I think we know why we need it and our close friends know why we need it. But I think you know, before we get right into this, let's share what this, what, you know, the mission of this podcast is. And, um, you know, I was ready to just kind of um, go off the cuff and talk about what we illy means. And, uh, and Lucy and I have a shared Google Doc just of everything we're going to, you know, do in our episodes and everything like that. And I look over and Lucy has completely written out notes of what this is very characteristic, very well, why don't why don't you try some off the cuff some off the cuff uh, stabs at this Max and then I'll fill in I'll shade in with some color. Well, to to me, you know, we Illy Illy stands for I love you, but to us, like Illy is kind of just like a you just replace it for the word like like I I like avocados I Illy avocados you know yeah. it just like it, it just kind of goes to that but then there's like different verbiage that kind of comes from it that we're gonna you definitely just heard me get an email. <laughs> But, um, you know, there's verbiage that comes from it. And I think I think that you writing everything down in a really concise way is going to be really important for our listeners to hear. So I'm actually, I think, let me let me hear you take it from here. Of course. So yeah, ILLY is, uh, it's an acronym. It's a phrase. It's a way of being. It's a way of observing the world. So for us, ILLY is the acronym denoting the phrase, I love you, as Max mentioned, as an abbreviation, which is the exclusive way that we use the word ILLY can serve as a noun, a verb, an adjective, a term of endearment, or an exclamation. As we've known each other, how long have we known each other? A couple years? Um, so this past summer was a year. So we're, we're we're like almost at two years, which is wild. It's crazy. It's pretty short. It's pretty short to have someone in your life, but feel you, you know them so well. Well, we had a very strong beginning that you can decide, you know what, let's like cliffhanger it and we'll bring Yeah, that's for another episode. Another episode. Yeah. But I, my, my point of bringing that up was, um, so we've known each other for two years. We found like five, five plus ways to use We Illy. I think we'll continue to find new uses um, as we go through life. 
and become older and wiser. So we Illy, of course, denotes something that we strongly love. And then Iliage, which we will reference a few times in this upcoming episode, Iliage is the act of Ilying. Mm -hmm. So we look forward to discussing your Iliage is a, is a example of usage. And as this podcast expands and we eventually bring guests on, we look forward to hearing how other people Illy things and what their Iliage is. Let's get to us. What are things that we are um, discovering that we Illy right now? So on today's episode, you know, we are all in this coronavirus mess and, you know, we're not going to linger on that for too long. There's enough. There's enough. There's enough negativity out here. We're here to bring positivity. So um, we're just going to talk about some of the joys that we're finding and some of the Iliage that we're bringing to our lives right now. And that's from things, and we're going to go through some of the things that we're discovering throughout this time that we Illy, some things that we're rediscovering about this time that we that we Illy, as well as things that we just kind of are realizing that we like are affirming about our Iliage. Yeah. So we, we knew that we had a sense that we Illied, but this is really driving it home. Like we're very sure. Totally. And then um, and then we'll end it up with some pop culture Illyage. But let's start personal. So Lucy, take me through some of your Illyage that you've discovered. Totally. So I've discovered the New York Times mini crossword, which is usually five words down, five words across. It takes like anywhere from 30 seconds to three minutes if I'm slow on a particular morning. It's just like a good way to, you know, feel like I accomplished something small, feel connected to the world. And it's like a little puzzle. I didn't know about it. I knew about it, but I didn't participate in it. But I've downloaded the app. I love doing it every morning as I drink my coffee. Oh, you do app, not on the newspaper. I do app because, and I'll tell you, um, there is a function where you can check the puzzle thus far. And I, I know it's kind of a cheat. Because you can see if you've gotten something wrong, but I do use it when I'm stuck. Well, I was going to ask you what your rules on like googling or asking for help is. So I try not to say anything out loud because usually if someone's in the room with me, they'll help. So I try to monitor myself and not be, you know, saying things out loud. I'll give it like a minute, no, like two minutes before I either check the puzzle or ask for help. I will not Google. I feel like that's just uncouth. That's just in bad taste. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm not a Googler of, of words. Okay. But I've discovered that I've, I've loved doing that. And it's like an easy addition to the day. It's how I wish meditation was for me. Mm. I've been trying to meditate and it's such a challenge. It's been like a very tough thing to incorporate into my daily routine, which I know, I know it's important to do. I just haven't been able to like seize upon it and love it. But like the New York Times crossword has been a daily addition that I'm like full steam ahead. I'll keep doing this after coronavirus. Yeah. Cool. I mean, me and you both come from like the same world of high energy. So for me, meditation is close to impossible. I've tried it. I've loaded the apps, but it's just like, for me, that's a really, really, really hard thing for me to get myself into. So hard. I'm going to continue to try, but it's really hard. So I've loved that. How about you? What are you alien? Um, Okay. I have a couple things. They're not like as like in depth as yours, but um, number one, I I'm out in the Hamptons right now and there are curbside farmers markets. You know what? Farmers markets are even something that I haven't normally been that into. But in this world where yeah. um, you know we're all cooking as much as possible, 
I found a huge joy in these curbside places where you pull your car up, you don't even see the people, you pop your trunk and you go in. And there is a lovely farmer's market where even while I'm getting things that taste amazing, I just really feel like I'm like helping out a family because it is a family that owns it. You drive onto their driveway. It's a great experience. Supporting the small farmer right now is super important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. They have such good hummus. Wow. Such good hummus. Um, I feel really blessed to be by the beach. It's really helped me clear my mind. And um, yeah. and my neighbor has given me a bike to use, which is really awesome. Oh my God, that's really so neighborly. So great. So great. Like re- helping people out in this time is like such a- It's like really so wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And listen listen to this. I got the bike yesterday. The tire was flat. And oh, wow. And I, I texted her and I was like, oh shoot, like- it's flat. I don't know if I'm able to use it. Like I'm going to look on Amazon to get like a bike pump. And then she was like, Oh no, just throw it in my car. I'll, I'll drive down. My friend owns a bike shop and I'll just pump it up real quick. Wow. She did it. And she came back 15 minutes later and she was like, yeah, if you can just get out of my car for me, you're good. Wow. That's, I mean, it's the really nice side of what's going on right now is I feel like everyone has a sense of community and totally. like not to gloss over all the horrible things that are happening, but like people are looking out for each other in a way that I don't think normally happens. Totally. Totally. And then the last thing I was going to say is um, Dr. Barbara Sturm. If you, many of you don't know her, she's changed my skincare. That's all, wow. that's all I will say. I have had a skincare struggle for like the past few years and I've tried everything. I've gone to every, everything in, in New York city that you could possibly imagine and in LA. And she's some German doctor that has a shop in New York and soon in LA free, free promo for her, but she's truly like I'm finally seeing results on my face. So I'm getting, the, I, I'm, I'm illing taking the extra time that I have in the mornings now and nights yeah. to like do everything that she tells me to do. And it's really paying off. So I find happiness in that. Was that the woman whose shop you, you went to and you loaded up on, on the goods before you left the city? Yes. The day before, like, you know, true apocalypse hit, I was on yeah. with Lucy and I was, I was like, I'm away to my friend's place. And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm passing my esthetician's office. Should I go pick up stuff? And she was like, yeah, this is probably your last day. Thank God he told me that. Yeah, it was probably. I mean, it, it, it was, you never know. It, was, it wasn't, but it was like the last like comfortable t- day to do it. It would have been frowned upon. Yeah, let's not move into that negative space. Let's move on to rediscovering Illies. How about you? What's going on for you? So I have a few things. So uh, last week... I was, um, I'm based in LA. So I was with my roommate. I've since come back to my parents in Maryland. I came back um, a week ago, but last or the week before this week that just happened, we sat and watched one of the Harry Potter movies a night for eight nights. And it just reminded me like how much of a comfort that universe served. I'm not really like a Star Wars person I never watched Game of Thrones. Like there's a lot of things that I just like didn't get into, but I very much was into Harry Potter. And I kind of just like didn't remember how much it made me happy. So I've watched all the movies once and now I'm rereading the books and it's been like a super nice alternative to the news and everything going on right now. And also J.K. Rowling's just such a good mm-hmm. author. So I've, I've rediscovered my Iliage. I'm back at my parents' house and they have like the full set of seven books. So I just finished number two, moving on to number three. Oh, I love Luna. Love. Is she in it yet? Uh, Luna? No, not Luna. They just, I mean, they were just in the Chamber of Secrets. And then in this one coming up, you meet 
Professor Lupin, who's okay. an icon on each other. <laughs> I, I think it's important for you to talk about like, who do you truly illy from the Harry Potter series? So I really illy Luna. Okay. I will say one thing that I've noticed, and maybe this is just getting older, but especially watching the movies because they just compress so many events in like two hours is basically from the second or third movie through the end, through the end of the eighth movie, it's so stressful how irritating they are as teenagers. Like they're so moody. It it really like weighed on my heart in a way that I didn't remember feeling when I was like 14. Because obviously when you're that age of people, like you're like, this is normal. But I was like, this is crazy. This is very cringe. But that being said, truly love Luna, truly love Mrs. Weasley, truly love Professor McGonagall, um, truly love Harry, even though he does have moments of annoyance. Ron, like, is doing it less and less for me. Okay, I get that. But I th- I mean, love Neville, love Cedric Diggory. Like, there's there's lots. There's lots to love. And then on a related tip that I won't get into as much of a tangent about, but I love writing cards like little notes so I've written maybe like 20 cards to co-workers and to friends and um people all around and no one gets cards like no one gets letters in the mail you just get bills or like unpleasant things so I love getting mail I've been sending it out so I've rediscovered that I like doing that and I've been doing and then when people receive the mail I hope they are sanitizing the letters before opening I think that they're leaving it in the mailbox for like a week. I They have some idea that something's coming because I have been asking them for their address. But it does seem like there's a good amount. Like one girl I sent hers more than a week ago. And it's like the postal service is not that slow. Like it's definitely been received. But I, I think it's just like sitting in the mailbox for a week, like to be safe. That's a good idea, actually. That's Yeah. yeah. I mean... I've heard a week is enough It's time. very nice of you to do that. I think that's a great way for you to keep the connection alive and send people thank you one for you coming soon not to oh really spoil this really? well i haven't written it yet but i have i know which one it's going okay, to be okay do you want to let people know how you know my address of where i am yes i will so couple <laughs> months ago, actually for max's birthday which was in august he asked to use my amazon prime account totally fine i think that there was some sort of lapsed communication or unawareness on Max's part that it was actually my family's Amazon Prime account. So from August until now, which is like April, Max has been ordering a lot of things. Most are normal, but from time to time, like in October, he had a lot of things saved for later that were like wigs and like face paint and like- Knives. Like things that were like a little weird. And like face scar tattoos. Yeah. So I think I reminded you then I was like, it's totally fine. But you know, like my parents have been asking me like, why, like who (laughs) is buying this? The only time we've gotten in a scuffle about it was when we were both trying to order groceries at the same time. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I think it's worked pretty seamlessly. So I have seen his new East Hampton address in our Amazon orders. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Thank you again. My rediscovering it, it, you know, it's not as extensive as Lucy's, but you know, I've really been baking a lot lately. If anybody follows me on Instagram, they know I post about it all the time. You should at Movish. Thank you. It's a great follow. Thank you. Yeah, I used to bake a lot when I lived back home in Chicago, especially on the weekends. 
just with my friends. It was like something kind of to do, you know? You know, then I moved to New York and my kitchen wasn't as fun to cook in. So I kind of, the whole side of me just went away because it's just not fun to cook in a hallway kitchen, in my opinion, at least. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a full house now and there's a, a, a kitchen and it's definitely an activity I love to do. And, you know, I can do everything from, you know, follow a recipe to make an alternate version of what somebody else's is. I like experimenting. And I also, am, I've gotten to be pretty good at understanding substitutions, which I think is like a really cool thing that I'm learning more about over this, time, mm-hmm. you know, because I go to, I, I will do grocery runs and it will be like, I'll look at a recipe and I need to get flour, but then I'll go there and like it's like, oh, they only have like brown rice flour or, you know, I try to keep things as healthy ish as possible. So like, I don't buy butter. I try to make everything with olive oil. So like, you know, I know that when you're using brown rice flour that you should make it, uh, the amount that you use of that should only be a third of the actual flour called for in the recipe. And then you should add an extra two mm-hmm. tablespoons of olive oil to, to substitute that. And like learning about kind of all that kind of stuff and like how it reacts, not only, I don't know, like baking's kind of like a science, you know what I mean? It totally, well, it's a hundred percent a science. It's like chemical reactions. Literally. It's like a hundred percent a science. Yeah. It's yeah. like, Yeah, it's like I put all these things together and then all of a sudden something's going to rise in the oven. Like, I I don't know. It's kind of cool to me. And then it tastes really good. And I have the biggest sweet tooth of anybody I know. So I I then make it and then I eat it and then I make more things. Coming up is chocolate-based chocolate glazed donuts. Wow. And I'm going to make pretzels, um, soft pretzels. Are you going to bake the donuts or fry them? Uh, I think bake them just because I really try like obviously everything I'm doing in this world is like in this world of baking it's like not healthy you know there's no like there's healthy alternatives so I try to just to take routes to make things as healthy as possible when obviously I'm making things that are not healthy and also I'm not moving as much as I normally am so I just want to kind of be aware of that you know yeah. No, that makes sense. Well, I'm excited to see. I love watching. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've, I've been not allowed in my kitchen here for the past week and I'm excited to be allowed back. How many How many more days? I have. So it's technically seven. I think we might do five just because 12 days kind of seems like just as good as 14, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, in my opinion, it's just kind of like whatever your parents are comfortable with. Totally. Yeah. yeah. What has been affirmed to you over this Iliad? Like, what are things that you've always thought you loved, but like, this is really a time where you've been like, wow, I I love. Oh, do I have a story for you? So early on in the sort of like panic, so to everyone listening, we both live in the biggest cities. Max is in New York. I'm in LA. So the panic buying was like very much exasperated in in our cities Mm -hmm. just because there's millions of people. There's like limited resources. Supply chains can only have so much and no one was prepared. So one of the things I wasn't like bothered by toilet paper. I had enough, whatever. One of the things that people were panic buying was frozen peas. (laughs) That's so true. What's crazy to me is like no one likes frozen peas, as I'm coming to realize, except for me. I love frozen peas. I eat frozen peas mixed in with my pasta, mixed in with my rice. Like whenever I'm eating like a starch of some sort, I usually mix in peas. Like I just love them. So what a bummer when I go to get my re-upped supplies of frozen peas, which is a vegetable that I love, and they're gone everywhere and they've been bought up by people who don't even love them. So it was very disappointing. I had to go a few weeks without frozen peas and it really affirmed how much I eat peas and how much I'll never take for granted when they're not there for me. Wow. And I, I, 
kind of feel bad now because I'm one of those people that bought frozen peas and I literally got them and I was like, I don't ever eat these. I get why I get why people did it. I just want to help educate the populace that like, I don't even know if I have it if I have a point here, because of course, you're going to buy things that are going to last a long time and peas are one of them. But I wish I wish I hadn't gone for two weeks without them when I really would have loved to have them along the way. I totally hear you. Sweet potatoes, man. It's like so hard not having them every day. I love sweet mm. potatoes so much. And I would, wow. but the thing is, is it's, it's not even something I realized I loved. I just would like order them when I had the option to now that they're hard to just order quickly. Mm-hmm. I miss them so much. I'm going, I'm going to the wow. farmer's market tomorrow because wow. need to, I, last time I went there, I was like, oh yeah, like, let me get two that will hold me over. And then I was like, shoot, wait, no, I apparently need more than that. So how often do you go once a week to the farmer's market? Um, yeah, as of, as of right now, yes. And I feel like I'm, I'm trying to just buy more when I go. Cause I, even though I'm super safe and careful when I go out, I, I try to just limit my, so yeah, but I, I am going to go tomorrow because I just, I could use that. And I also want more hummus. <laughs> well, that's good. It sounds like you're eating healthfully and you're supporting the businesses around you. Thank you. It's good. Thank you. Um, let's move into a little bit of a more lighthearted and fun area of our show that I think will probably uh, be a reoccurring theme, pop culture. This can be celebrity culture, entertainment. It can be movies. I mean, that falls into entertainment. I'm just going to kind of end up repeating myself, but it's just really anything that's kind of in the mainstream world. And probably of broader interest than our personal illies and, and affirmed illies yeah. and rediscovered Totally, illies. totally. And, more, and probably more relatable. And if not, if they're not relatable, easy things for people to look up and not have to like you know, go out and bake or do something like that. So there's an Instagram account called Save With Stories. And it's really nice. It's like a fundraiser for children. Like, because there's all these kids who normally get their lunch, maybe breakfast from their public elementary school and they're not going right now. So this account is all of these celebrities opting in to like read children's books. And it's very nice. But what's great about it is just you can really get a glimpse at like what the respective celebrity is doing with their story. So for example, Hilary Duff has like a tablet and she's like flipping through like the tablet, which is just like not really, I feel the vibe (laughs) of like- It's just like not really in the spirit of like reading a children's yeah. book. So I laugh. But there's, I mean, there's just a lot of nice pairings between the stories that I don't necessarily know, but they're like the crazy crocodile or something that you can just imagine goes with that respective celebrity. So I recommend you look it up. The other thing that I've really loved seeing in the past couple of weeks, Britney Spears posted, or she does post a bunch of like, workout videos just to like show what she's doing at home. She's a beautiful yard. Um, They're always very inspirational and also just like a nice, give you a nice little chuckle. In the introduction of one of her recent videos, which has since been taken down, she said, there's been a lot of quarantine going around. And that quotation really just brought a smile to my face. Like, I don't think she means it in anything but the most pure intention. But like, she literally says, just because there's a quarantine going around doesn't mean that I'm so I love her I love that for her I love that quote for us but how do you feel about the fact that like 
you find this so happy and wholesome, which I love because this also makes me happy. I think it's funny. But how do you feel about yeah. there are so many people out there that will take this and run with it and like, yeah, just like kind of make fun of the situation of, of her account and her saying stuff like this. So I think she has been going through so much for such a long time. Like she obviously had her crazy period almost two decades ago. So I think as much as people don't give her credit, I think she actually has like a very tough exterior. And I think that she's always a bit prepared for people to make fun of Mm -hmm. her. And I think it rolls off her back. And like, on top of that, she has more money than most of us ever will. Granted, she doesn't have easy accessibility to it with the whole protected thing. Um, But I don't think I think she's pretty good at like, putting on a happy face, letting it roll off her back, honestly, in a way that's similar to Chelsea Clinton. I don't know if you follow her on Twitter, but like, I don't. All of these people for her all the time. And like, granted, she has different things to say than Britney Spears, but they both are the target of a lot of like, either attention or like hostility. And they're like, they always take it in. And they're like, I'm not going to retort back with something negative. Like, I hope you have a beautiful day. Like they're similar in that way. I okay. think Britney's very good at that. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, Britney has been acting the same way on her Instagram now for years. So if yeah. she was truly phased or affected by the negative comments that people give, she wouldn't stop doing it by now. And I think it's I, I think it's awesome that she keeps doing it because that's just who she is as a person. My sister is obsessed with her. Yeah. Well she's putting out like the positive the positivity and I just don't think we can hate. Yeah. Like she's just doing her best. You are sending a very positive message. So that's that's what I've been loving recently. How about you? Something that I've been noticing, I think it's pretty hilarious just during this time, is there's all these bot, you know, robot spam accounts on Instagram that will <laughs> leave these crazy messages all over all these, you know, popular accounts that will say things that are either very inappropriate or just like check out my page, just clickbait things. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing that uh, a lot of celebrities have been responding to them and I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. There was one the other day that like a bot wrote onto Ariana Grande's account and it was like, I, it was like, click this. I need to find a lover right now. And it could be <laughs> you. Let's meet up. And Ariana Grande replied to it and she was like, ma'am, the only thing you need to be doing right now is staying home. <laughs> It's like simply not the yeah, time. It's, like, it's not the time. And the <laughs> don't notice, but they have like one of the most famous people in the world responding to them. You know? I think it's so funny. It just, it's just really not the time. Yeah. No, it's been. Famous. Yeah. It's been if famous. you ever want to like find them, you can just give a quick Google search of celebrities responding to bot accounts, Instagram. I feel like Chrissy Teigen's really good at it as well. Yeah. Agreed. Did you, did yeah. you hear about Chrissy Teigen getting um, the Remain Lettuce? I loved that story with the cards. Yeah. So in case anybody doesn't know the story, basically Chrissy Teigen was like many of us affected by not ha- being able to go to the grocery store and get the things that she normally needs during the time. Mm-hmm. And she was making something and she didn't have romaine lettuce. So she went on Twitter and she said, does anybody have romaine lettuce? I will. I just baked a banana bread. I will literally give you half of it. And this guy wrote back and was like, yeah, I do. Like, and showed a picture. And- I have heads of lettuce in Studio City. And she was like, how do I know this isn't an old picture of you with three heads of romaine lettuce? And I think he showed his Apple Watch or something. Yeah, yeah. That was like proof. So they went and met up at a church. They wanted to meet at like sanctified holy ground because it felt like more appropriate. I get that. And Chrissy and John arrived with like a little like cart, like Luna's little like toy cart. And they sent over 
the banana bread. They also sent over some wine, some some other goodie. Oh, that's nice. So nice. And then one of the guys came with his friend and they brought like a bin of ice, which was very thoughtful. Like they put the romaine lettuce on ice to keep it cold. Uh, that's really nice. And then they sent that back across. And they took a selfie at like a very appropriate, like 15 feet. Yeah, they kept their distance throughout this entire thing. I loved that. That was really good. One of the things that we, when we're out of this coronavirus time, um, we will have as a a reoccurring segment is called We Nillies. We Nillies are things we don't illy, you know? Right now, Lucy and I were discussing and we kind of think that we're just going to put a pause on that because we don't want to spread any negativity at this time. We don't need it. But we will, and we will say this every episode until this is over, the only thing we nilly right now are people- The only thing. The only thing are people who do not stay home unless they are essential tasks or essential employees, which we are very thankful for those people who are risking their lives for us right now. The healthcare workers- We nilly people who do not take this seriously and stay home, so. Really nilly. It's it's all going to be over faster if everyone just stays- at home unless you absolutely need to be out or you are one of the very brave and wonderful people who are working in the hospitals or a checkout clerk or like a food service person who didn't even realize that you were signing up for a job where your life would be on the line. So we thank you immensely and we are doing our part to not add to it. And we really urge everyone who's still thinking that like they're going out one time isn't a big deal to like, please stop. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Please. I mean, personally, I am going insane. And, and, yeah. and like, when I look on my Instagram and I see somebody in another state, granted, I know they have less cases than cases than New York, but they're still going out and they're still meeting up with their. It makes me want to cry. So please stay home. Yeah. And with that, that will conclude this episode. This first episode, you know, we just kind of want to get you guys comfortable with our Iliage, who we are, and the We Illy platform. But moving forward, uh, we're going to have some guests on our show. We. Yeah. Are not going to share who they are just yet, but we will share that we have about five really awesome guests locked in for our next five episodes, and we're constantly working to get more exciting guests that will really encourage a positive conversation. So we have some exciting things coming, and I think uh, now more than ever, stay tuned. Everyone has the time, so uh, thanks, thanks for joining. We'll see you back. We'll hear. We'll talk to you soon. I guess is what we should say. You know, we Ellie. This is, this is, we